What's up? It's your girl Naja, and you are now tuned in to the new episode of Deep Convos in Tequila. Now, today's vibe is fuck being insecure. I want to dedicate this episode to my cousin Michelle. She's an Aquarius just like me. We're very free spirited. So shout outs to her. So unbeknownst to her, she kind of inspired me to do this episode. We were having a conversation. I don't remember what the context was, but we got on the topic of insecurities. And she was pretty much just explaining to me what is the point of being insecure? Like it brings me no value. It brings me no joy. It just does absolutely nothing for my life. So why am I going to be insecure for? And my whole 20 something years of life, I've never thought of insecurities in that way because insecurities have always kind of been in my back pocket. You know, being a a bigger girl in a society where that's not really accepted, that just changed my life. Like insecurities not bring a value and it really doesn't. That that's what we're gonna get into today, guys, is fuck being insecure. Alright, so I have three reasons why I feel like you should join the fuck being insecure campaign. So for one, it's boring. You know, back to what my cousin said, it is no value. It restricts you from what you really want to do in life because you're always worried about what this person is going to say or, you know, how this person is going to feel. It's it's just a pity party that you don't want to be a part of. And because of you caring too much about what people say, it brings me to number two, which is it gives you anxiety. When you're constantly having these thoughts in your head about, you know, people judging you, of course you're going to be anxious. Of course you're going to be on edge all of the time. Anxiety is definitely a big reason of why I say join the campaign. And last but not least, it keeps your inner bad bitch away. Because I've never met a bad bitch that shows insecurity. Never. Ever, ever, ever. And for my guys, because I know a lot of you aspire to be alpha males, I've never met an alpha male where you can even smell insecurity on them. If that's not three reasons to join my Fuck Being Insecure campaign, I don't know what what will. But let's really get into the nitty gritty of it all. Let's be honest. We all have insecurities. And 99% of the time, the insecurities stem from our childhood. Most of us didn't have that foundation where we had parents who kind of poured into us and gave us that sense of self-confidence, not saying that they're bad parents or anything, but they probably didn't have that either. Um, You know, and then that generation before that didn't have that, that, that foundation. And this is why I'm a big believer in pouring into your child because you never know how far that will actually bring them. Now, I don't have a child myself, but I do have a 12 year old brother. We're 12 years apart. So you, you know, could kind of figure out the dynamic. It's more like mother and son rather than sister and brother. But 
every chance I get, I try to remind my brother how intelligent he is, how creative he is, because my brother is super creative. Um, he can dance, he can sing, he can draw. You know, sometimes when he gets bored, like he just creates shit out of nothing. So, and he's always been like that since he was like, what, pre-K, kindergarten. He's always been super creative. Um, and I'm really proud of my brother in that aspect, but I always remind him of, of these things because when you get into society and when life can tell you different. So it's, it's really essential that you pour that into your kids. I believe a great example is Kanye West. And I'm, I'm talking about Kanye West before the shenanigans. If you watch the Kanye documentary, there was a lot of scenes with him and his mother and his mother was pouring into him. Um, positivity, light. She she was just pouring so much life into him. And it wasn't in a way of like, she was boasting like, oh, my son is better than everyone else. It was more so of like, I love my son. I know his potential. I know how far he can get in life. And I just, I, I, I wanna see him win. And he needs to know that he's special. And I agree with that side of parenting. A lot of us needed that or, you know, just everyone needs that when you're young. Again, I'm not speaking for the Kanye now. Don't get me. I'm not speaking for the Kanye now. I'm not sure what's going on with him. But I do believe that aspect of his relationship with his mom was so beautiful. And I'm glad we all got to see it because I feel like that is needed. And you know, I have to give my context from my life because sometimes we can't tell other, you know, other people's stories, but our own. So for me, I went to Catholic school from pre-K all the way to eighth grade. Now, during my time in elementary school, I was surrounded by mostly Indians. So... It was, you know, the girls with the long silky hair, mostly really, really slim bodies. Same things for the guys. And me being a black girl, a bigger girl, I was much different from my peers. Even when I transitioned into my second school, it was mostly Filipinos. And again, the long silky straight hair, the light skin. So in my mind, that's what was beautiful because that's, that's all I was around every single day. So I didn't see myself as beautiful, you know, in my black skin or in my body because that's just not the representation that I've, I had in school. But as I transitioned into high school, I was with predominantly black people. And this was my first time ever being in um, a school with that many people that looked like me. Now, shout outs to my girls in law enforcement, because that's the high school I went to, because they really built me up. They really did. They really built me up. Um, that was the first time ever in my life I had heard, wow, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. And I just remember feeling so baffled, because it's like, what, me? Like, I think that about me, and it was like every single day, you know, someone was telling me that. And, um, you know, I know you're not supposed to build your self-confidence off of what someone else says. But at the same time, if you've never been told that, you know, how would you, how would you ever know? So 
not saying that after, you know, hearing these nice compliments that, oh, I was just, you know, this bad bitch that you couldn't tell anything to. Like, no, I, I still had to build myself up. But that was the first time ever hearing like, wow, you are beautiful. And, and that's why I think it's essential to kind of instill that in your children from young, you know, those positive thoughts about themselves, because, you know, you can be like me where you just never even had a clue that you were because, you know, look at the people that I was around. I, I looked much different than them. You know, it just, it just never occurred to me. So that's why I truly believe it's important to build that foundation for your children because that's when, you know, that will carry them through the rest of their lives. So if you have kids, it's a great thing to give them those words of affirmation and to just remind them how great they are. But I also want to touch upon how dangerous having insecurities can be. If someone can see those insecurities on you, if they can sense it, you have some people in this world who will take advantage of you. And that's why it's super important that if you see, you know, if you see that on someone that you know, you love, and before we even get deep in that, you know, always remember the approach because these are very sensitive things. Try your best to work it out with them, you know, or, or work through it with them because the last thing you want is any of your family members being, being taken advantage of or hurt, you know, from these people that will, I, and, and I've seen it a lot of times, that will take advantage, um, especially kids. From my experience, again, going to Catholic school, uh, they never, they never taught us to advocate for ourselves. They, they never taught us to stand up for ourselves. It was more so if someone does anything to you, you just go and you pray to God about it. Now think of like eight, nine year old me, right? Or even younger, six, seven. Um, you're telling me that if someone does something to me, you know, don't do anything, just pray. So now I'm growing up with this mentality and not even realizing it, but now I have a fear of confrontation. Because for so long, I've been taught not to do anything, even when something has been done wrong to me, that now I don't even know how to stand up for myself. I don't even know how to say stop. That doesn't that doesn't feel right to me, or you know, you're disrespecting me because oh, I'm just told to go pray to God. Now I believe that that works in certain aspects, you know, where, you know what, you don't have to take it to the next level, just let God deal with it. But sometimes you do have to advocate for yourself and you do have to stand up for yourself. But do you see how just that thought process that they taught me over the years could build that fear of confrontation? So now I'm, I'm an adult in life and I'm so scared about what may happen after I say how I feel that I'm just not going to say anything. And how is that fair to me? You know, I, so now I'm frustrated because I'm feeling all of these feelings, but yet I don't know how to communicate or articulate it because 
I'm scared this person's going to get mad and I don't know what they're going to do if they get mad. I'm just creating scenarios in my head because it might not even play out like that, but I'm just creating scenarios in my head just because I'm scared of what may happen. So this is why you have to be careful what you instill in children at a young age. You know, but now I've grown from that. I've realized like just because I advocate for myself or I speak up for myself, it's 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 not the end of the world. I'm going to be okay. But you couldn't tell me that a couple of years ago. You know, like it I I was so scared y'all. Like even if they messed up my drink, I would be scared to be like, "Oh, you know, can you fix this?" Because I would I you know, I would be in fear, "Oh, they're going to catch an attitude and they're going to do this and that to my drink." But now you can't tell me nothing. Miss, please, please fix my drink, please. Like, I, I, we're not doing this. I paid all this money. Now I know what it is to work for my own money. You would not, I'm not about to pay you $5 for this drink and I don't like it. My mental battle with ha- being insecure about, you know, what this person's gonna say, what they're gonna do, you know, to the point that I wouldn't even stand up for myself. And I know a lot of people can, can relate to that, especially my Catholic school people. You know, there's no debating it. Now, you may ask, what do you do to ease these insecurities? Because there's never going to be a time where we can live a life without it, right? Especially with social media, you know, we're able to have access to any and everyone. And, you know, we're seeing how this person lives or what their body looks like. And, you know, we're like, we just have so much access to other people's lives. So insecurity is always creeping around it's everywhere i thought it would be a great thing to kind of talk about uh how to ease them my number one point is to keep good people around you and again i want to shout out my mom my significant other lloyd my brother sean and my good good sis tashina these are like my four main squeezes my four these these are my four people right here because I know that anytime I call them or I speak to them or I'm going through something they're going to lift my spirits I this one scenario with my brother I was really upset about this job opportunity that I thought I had and you know and I remember I was crying I'm listen one thing you gonna learn about me I'm a whole dramatic mess and I'm just sitting looking out the window. I was just sad. <laughs> and without even asking, my brother, again, he's 12, y'all, went and made a cup of hot chocolate, came in my room, didn't say anything, put it on the table, walked out. So that's the type of connection we have. Like my brother doesn't even need to speak words with me and he's able to sense everything that I feel. And that's part of the reasons why I freaking love him. You know, even Lloyd, uh, literally just last night, I was coming from the gym. And, you know, as I was ending my workout, I looked myself in the mirror. And, you know, I kind of started self-reflecting. You know, insecurity started floating around and feeling like, damn, like I've been on this journey for so long and I'm still not where I wanted to be. You know, so I felt myself spiraling at this point. And I called him and I was just like, you know, I need words of encouragement right now because my mind is spiraling out of control. And 
immediately he just started pouring positivity into me immediately he just started reminding me of how far i've come on my journey immediately he was like listen why not you everything that you're going through why not you you know this is just your story so keep on at it so i'm so thankful for him my mom for so many reasons this week started off so crazy and she told me to tell this story so i'm gonna tell the story to y'all I was on my way to the gas station. No, I was on my way to the bank so that way I can go to the, the gas station because my mom always told me, you know, don't use your card in the gas station. So I was going to go get cash out of um, my bank and then I was going to go to the gym. And all of a sudden, my car went from 12 miles left on the gas to like three dotted lines. And I'm like, what the, like, what the fuck just happened? And so I hurry up and got to like the closest gas station, ran across the street to an ATM in like a bodega. And I knew my card wasn't going to work in there, but I'm like, God, I'm, I'm praying like, God, please just let this card work. I need the cash. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do if my card just stopped right here on the middle of Rockaway Boulevard. And my card did not freaking work. Um, my, my bank always blocks it when... It's a random ass ATM because they know they I don't use ATMs at all because I'm not good with cash. So I always just have my card. Can't get the money out the ATM. My gas is done. So <laughs> I, I had to call my mom like, Ma, I, I fucked up, Ma. I fucked up. I need help. My card's not working. I have no cash on me and I have literally no gas in my tank. And my mom being the trooper that she is, she came out of mind you she just got home from work changing her clothes so you know she's comfortable made her dinner but she came out there and she helped me get gas in my car it, it was just one of those moments where it's like oh i have some really great people in my life so again thank you mommy i love you <laughs> um she thinks i'm a hot mess guys but she loves me so, you know, she's another great person in my life. Um, I also mentioned my friend Tashina. I uh, actually prayed for her, guys. Um, I remember just praying to God, like, you know, I just want one really good female friend. And God definitely brought me Tashina. She feels like more of a sister than a friend. Um, she's been so supportive in just everything that I wanted to do. She has spoken so much life into me over just a little bit of time that I've known her. Tashina, I absolutely love you, boo. So that's my girl too. And I have so many stories with Tashina, but she is going to be on a episode. So we're really going to dive deep into our friendship as well. But uh, back to the point, to ease those insecurities, keep good people around you. I promise that is like the biggest key because they will build you up. Don't be around those people that make you feel like shit and um, make you feel like, you know, you're inferior to them or just to society. You have no time for that. Go and be around people that make your spirit happy. If your spirit is rejecting them, get the fuck away. Seriously. And I'm just saying this from experience because I know what it is to be like, damn, I don't want to move funny. I don't want to be funny. Even though my spirit is saying otherwise, get the fuck away from them. Quick. It, it could mean life or death. Really, get away. And another way to ease your insecurities is to accept them and do your best to change them. Sometimes it's hard to accept 
because it's just like, oh, this is not this is not what I want for myself, or you know, I don't want to feel like just because I'm a, I'm accepting this that I'm okay with it. And, you know, don't have that mindset because I've had that at one point, but, you know, accept it and figure out what steps you can take to fix them. And now in some situations, we can't change it. And that's also another step is to realize, you know what, I can't change this, but I'm going to have peace with it. I'm not going to let this run my life. I'm not going to let this restrict me. I'm just going to accept it, move on. And that's just going to be that. Another good one for me is prayer. Oh my gosh, there is so much power in prayer. Like I said, even in the previous episode, God, you know, he really wants the best for you. And and when we realize that, life becomes so much easier. But also, it's God's job to take on your burdens um, and to take on those insecurities. So sometimes you really just have to let go and let God, you know, stop trying to be the strong one. And this is coming from somebody who is always trying to be the strong one in this situation. Just let go and let God, and trust me, he will take care of you. And another thing, another great thing to remember is that 95% of the people that are judging you, they have issues too. They have insecurities too. So if we both just out here having insecurities, why, why do I really even, why do I give a fuck? I think once we really like drill that in our brains, we realize like we're all imperfect humans. Why put the judge, you know, why judge someone else? And I just heard this the other day, but it says, you know, if you're always worried about someone judging you, that's because you're more than likely judging other people. When you slow down on that, I'm pretty sure you'll slow down on judging yourself. And this is something that I'm going to apply to myself as well. Because sometimes you you judge people and you don't even realize that you're judging them. If you are worried about being judged all of the time, more than likely you are doing the same. So listen, we all gonna work on that together. And I wanna kind of like close this episode out with just basically big yourself up, big yourself up. Like you are that bitch, you are that guy. Like, you know, you are everything that you wanna be. This person that you wanna be, you already that person. Fuck what other people think, do you, wear what you wanna wear. Experience the things that you wanna experience. Let's stop living in this box. Let's stop caring about what people think. Let's let go of these insecurities. That's listen, join my fuck being insecure campaign. I don't I didn't this is my first time even thinking of creating this campaign, but join the campaign. Fuck being insecure. You know, we just wanna be free, we wanna live life the way we wanna live. You know, we want to lay back. We want to relax. We, we want to get to 70, 80 years old and say, you know what? I did what the fuck I wanted to do. Like, I had it my way out here. Let go. Let God. Remember, positive thoughts equals positive outcome. Oh, I love y'all. I thank y'all. I hope this episode definitely changed some perspectives on insecurities. Again, it, insecurities have no value. They have no value in your life. So get out there, live your life, enjoy. And thank you again for tuning in to Deep Combo's Insecure.